Hi everybody, welcome to the first ever podcast, um, the mid-twenties podcast with Natasha and Fiona. Fiona, I thought you were going to make me say your name and you say mine, <laughs> with Natasha and Fiona. <laughs> uh, yeah, so say hi Natasha. Hello, hello everybody, how are you? Doing well. Yeah, we're really just going to introduce the podcast and kind of continue on the conversation as if nobody is here. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be a podcast where we talk directly into the mic because um, the whole reason we decided to start the podcast was because basically every time we'd meet up we'd have these mad conversations <laughs> crazy and stories crazy stories yeah. and it would only be us that was able to like hear it yeah and you try yeah we don't have any yeah like no, nobody else is here <laughs> so nobody else was like to anytime us. you tried to tell other people or other friends about like what you were talking about they hadn't got a clue so we just thought it'd be good to have like a platform where people can actually listen in yeah. to our conversations and just like us catching up basically, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think it is definitely a catching up thing as well. Like, because um, like we've obviously known each other from school. Yeah. And like, I think it's weird that we like weren't close in school, but we're close now. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like I li- literally like moved country. And well, you moved country twice, <laughs> and like, yeah. But yet, we're still somehow managed to like be friends outside, of, like outside of school. What like over the age of eighteen? But we sort of got close and like upper sixth and stuff like that through like film studies and moving images and stuff. But that that was purely at the fact that I had to cling on to somebody because I had no clue mm. what I was doing. Yeah, I think that's what that was. Oh, she's clicking buttons because, like, literally, I yeah. I think I dro- I dropped out of history or something and um, just went straight into moving images. Not any, I mean, uh, no very very. At all. I'm not being big head, but very few people knew what they were doing in that class. Yeah, it was one of those ones that I think people thought that they didn't have to give a shit about. Yeah, but it's one of them subjects that it is. It's like. It's a making people say it's a making you nice subject, you know. It's, yeah. It's like here, just do moving images for the laugh. Like it'll get you another. It'll get you something, but it's do, it do, But it's it it's offensive to the people who actually are there to take it seriously. It's offensive to the people that done their degrees in it. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, the whole po- the podcast isn't going to be serious at all. Like no. The one thing I said to you was I don't want it to be about like modern issues in today's yeah. society and I, th- I think having like sort of retrospective debates or not debates like actually like conversations about it is okay but like definitely keep it light yeah yeah, yeah 100% like it, we're doing it for the laugh like we're not yeah, doing it yeah 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 I'm we're probably not. like to be honest nobody's probably even gonna hear this like there's probably two people like that's gonna yeah. listen to this and it's your mum yeah, I was <laughs> gonna get I was literally <laughs> hi mum <laughs> literally so I'm not I'm not too worried no, I'm neither am I. I'd probably say worse things to my mum in general yeah. than I do on this anyway. So Nothing ventured. No. Nothing gained. Yeah, and oh, we're also recording this as well on a camera, so it's going to be up on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. We're actually, we haven't really looked at the camera that much. No. It's a bit weird, but... I don't know, I, don't, I, like, I find it a bit weird. It's more like for like visual listeners, but... Yeah. I hope it's still recording, though, because I completely forgot to record. Charge, charge the battery. Like a check? Um, Let me get a check. I don't know. Who cares anyway? Yeah, yeah, it's still there. But the main topic of debate, Natasha, is we... Oh, God. <laughs> the coronavirus. It's like, it's probably like absolutely bloodshot in everybody's ears now. It's driving me insane. It's, it's driving me up a wall. Like, I, like wasn't 
for a really long time. Yeah, same. And then, what, Tom Hanks got it and everybody's fucking freaking out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and it was just kind of like subliminal, like all for the laugh now, and now I've kind of heard enough of it. Oh, yeah. It's starting to get that... Um, the effect where it actually could, oh God, it could yeah. hit us here. So I think it's it's like it's fear mongering as well. And also the reason why we bring up the coronavirus so much is because me and Fiona are just back from the mm. only epicenter outside of China, which seems to have No joke. Like we attracted it. We we went to Milan on the Seventh of February. Seventh of February to the eleventh of February, so five nights and we were staying at like one of Twelve? The, the week we came back on the twelfth. No, it was the 11th, Wednesday the 11th. No, we came back on the 12th. We didn't. Dude, yeah, I'll check my flight data. Because I, <laughs> I, I had to get it up to prove to my uncle that I'd been Well, we were, liter- we were literally there staying at, like, this ho- international Look, hostel. Look, 12th, yeah, 12th of February. Oh, oh, shit, you're right. Well, we're it, 29 days clear, though. Yeah, but we were still there. Days. Like So the week we came home, then all of a sudden... Italy was on like high alert. Yeah. And the people high that, risk. Yeah, the people we had met out in Italy, like we stayed in this hostel called Ostello Bello. Proper shout out because Bro, if they you're were, gonna go there, definitely. Yeah, the hostel. Those was guys fast. are unbelievable. Like everyone was so nice, really clean, uh, really safe for a yeah. hostel. And like so much stuff was free. Like oh. your food was free, your dinner, like your breakfast, dinner was free, all your drinks were free, coffee if you went to the Well they weren't free, but they basically yeah. we, I think like we were there for five days, we drank in the hostel every night and I think I paid for maybe, maybe four drinks. Three or four yeah, I was about to say that, three or four. Yeah. But and anytime you went up it was like, Oh, can I have like a white wine or whatever or two white wine and they were like yeah 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 and you'd go to give them the money and they'd be like oh are you staying here yeah and, and then they'd yeah. just like wave you off sometimes it was my birthday whenever we were over there and like it was so weird because like don't you think that like the guy literally just was on his way up to the hostel room I think to try and find us yeah and then he called us back and he was like oh you're Natasha aren't you and I was like yeah and then he was like it's your birthday, like, yeah, and I was like, he was so I nice. was like, yeah, it's my birthday in a couple of days, and he was like, come here, come here, and then he like, give us, give me like a bunch of free drink tokens because it's my birthday, and then give you a bunch of free drink tokens as yeah. well because like, see these drink tokens? I'm not even joking. We were checking oh, out, God. we were checking out, and we still had these drink tokens because even when we tried to give them the free drink tokens, they wouldn't take them. It was a free free drink. It was free. It was a free free drink. Which is so like, I was like, take the free drink token, and they were like, no, it's free, and I was like. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm like, take the token. And this they were exchange like, makes it free. <laughs> so we were checking out and we like handed them back all these free drink tokens and they probably looked at us like, oh, you Irish didn't drink at all. But we did. Oh, like, we put them away. Yeah. Like, we did. Uh, but anyway, the hostel was class. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there were so many different nationalities <laughs> there. Like, there was oh. people from... Flip like all over, wasn't there? What it's all about from? the data. Oh, my God. Yeah, Fidel. Um, where was he from? Um... He was from like Slovenia. No, it wasn't Slovenia. It was uh, Yugoslavia, like well, old Yugoslavia. I don't know. If yeah, Yugoslavia was still a country he said anymore. it was Yugoslavia. But anyway, there was Fidel from Yugoslavia. I don't think there don't was. What do you call the guy from Buenos Aires? Uh, he drew the picture. Oh, I know. I'm so bad at um. It's. Francesco. Francesco. I'm so bad with the names. You know everybody's name and I'm like, oh God, I don't know. Francesco. And then we met loads of people from Milan. Like Milan's such a studenty place. Yeah. Long story short, the hostel was full of loads of different nationalities. So if anybody was going to catch the coronavirus, 
it, it was, was us. us. Like, it actually was us. And then, the, like, one of our last days, we were like, oh, will we just go to the cathedral and have a look about? Yeah. Went, there's these pigeons everywhere and... Everywhere. I, like, have you ever been to Milan, like, outside the Duomo? Like, they, they basically feed the birds, the bird seed and, like... Yeah, like, oh, as a way to get money, um... As a way to get money, they'll, um, like, put birdseed in tourists' hands and, um... They force it into your hands and yeah, make Yeah, as a way to get money. And they'll take pictures of you and they have printers. pigeons fly at your face. At your face. I know. They, like, throw this it around you and all. Photographic evidence on the wall behind. But, yeah, like, you're standing there and you have no choice. It's like when you're forced to do stuff by Looky Looky Men and they're like, oh, mm. here's some birdseed and, by the way, you owe me five euro. So he took the he literally all they like pr- they print the photo in front and they're like here 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 like wait what the fuck what <laughs> no like, like no you're like I have to take the, it he pulled the printer out of his ass like, yeah and now I you're like, like well I have to take it just man just run around and print the photo of me know, like like what's going on here and it wasn't some like dodgy printer out of Argus it was a proper oh cannon. no like boom he was right there yeah. Polaroid printer yeah wait there two seconds I know police and all were being like you can't feed the birds and he was like. I've got a customer. I've got a customer, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we took the photographs. We both looked like the pigeon lady from Home Alone. Home Alone. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And the only way I can describe it, it feels like... Oh, it's... Your, the palm of your hand, like the beak, you can just feel them all like nipping at the palm of your and hand. And their wee claws, like little pincers, but they don't like... And they're heavy. Uh, yeah, whenever there's like seven of them on your hand. Yeah, they are <laughs> heavy. Yeah. Like, but so we took the pictures with the pigeons, and then the we knew about the coronavirus, like because we get tested going over there. You remember? Yeah, going through the airport. Yeah, but we were like, oh, where will we go next after the pigeon pictures? I know. Let's just jump on the bus and go to Chinatown. Well, then no, we went on the Duomo, which is where. No, we went straight to Chinatown. When did we go on the Duomo? The next day, the next day. That's but right. we went straight from the pigeons to Chinatown in one yeah. day, and we still not didn't to be get like. The corona. Not to be racist. Well, that's where the outbreak was. Like at a food market yeah. in China and we went straight to the, the food market. The, the Chinese China? food market in Milan. And F food? Yeah. It wasn't bad or anything. Like, oh, no, no, no. Be... It was like, no, the food was I mean, best dumplings you've ever had in your life, no? Yeah. I mean, you only, Unbelievable. Got, you only got three. Like. <laughs> yeah, but mine's look so much more better than yours, so I'm pretty happy with mine. I would have I'm pretty sure I got four, too. Do you know that, Um, I don't know, nobody probably gets this reference, but do you know that short film? And it was on before Toy Story 3. I haven't seen it, but I know of a lot like, about it. It's like a you, Pixar animated short. And it's about dumplings eating. told me this whole story <laughs> while we were eating dumplings over there as well. The people that, made, the people that yeah. were standing with the chef hats on, they looked Lips, like yeah. those little animations. The most stereotypical Korean Chinese people you'd ever seen in your life. Yeah, but they, they, they had like the sort of like Italian sort of chef hats on, but they like... The concentration and the wee women like are like do, 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 yeah. do, do. they're unbelievable the skills that they have like and it closed as well didn't it, it wasn't open all day no it, it was like cause we met this um, Chinese Italian kid that was the same age as us on the train yeah and that's how we knew really I I was like oh you know I like sort of like food and stuff like that like I love it and Fiona <laughs> was like I'm partial to a wee bit here and there and she was like you got to go to Chinatown and we were like oh. Like, I'd love to. I, like, live just outside of London, so I know, like, London Chinatown pretty well. And always the best food. And, um, 
so we met her and she told us where to go and then she told us the name of this restaurant and she, we were like looking for it forever. Couldn't find Piss it. Pissing rain, stranded, looking for three bits of dumplings just to then go home. Yeah. And then... It was just like the shutter. It was a shutter, yeah. It was actually just... It that. was like the best sort of like secret street food. Like I felt like I'd cracked a code almost. Yeah. Like only the locals were kind of eating at it type of thing. Yeah. Um, and all they served was dumplings. So like you weren't at risk of ordering something off the menu and not knowing what it was. All they yeah. had was like dumplings. Like, they were like chicken pork prawn. <laughs> that was no. It. <laughs> <laughs> no. Remember, um, remember the guy? Like I walked up and I was like, "Ciao, Venezuela," and then he was like, um, he spoke to me in Italian, and I was like, "Oh, I don't speak Italian yeah. English," and he was like, "Chicken pork." pork. Prawn. And I was like, so smiley. He, he like over enunciated everything. And I was so taken back. I was like, oh my god, this isn't his first rodeo. Like, yeah, he's been here. He's done this before. And I was like, oh, I was like, thanks. Uh, what did we get? The pork ones? Yeah, the pork ones, yeah. We? Always pork dumplings. But yeah, so in the same day, we were covered by pigeons in the middle of Milan and then decided to go and eat food in the Chinese market in Milan. The, yeah. And we still didn't get Corona. And we went, and then the next, and we were in a hostel, as you were saying, a hostel with what, like, ridiculous amounts of travelling, like, foot traffic, you know, all that sort of thing, and then, because the hostel was also open to the public, because it was a bar as well. Yeah. Um, and then, the the day after that, we went to the Domo, which is basically, like, the epicentre of where I've heard that it's basically come from, like, they built, literally built, like, the cathedral out. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't hear that. Yeah. They're saying that it started in the Duomo. Well, it's one of the biggest tourist hubs, mm, like, yeah. so... Here, well, it was freezing in that Duomo. No wonder people I, are sneezing. I fucking hell, I know. It was icy. You could see your breath. I know. Like, it was warmer outside. Oh, I don't mean that. It's the end of February. And I was like, feeling all like, get it. Like, refugees, let's go. It was so cold. I was like... It was warmer on the roof. Oh, God, yeah. It was? was. I have to say that you do see some mad mad people in cities like that who for their like tiktoks and their instagrams what do you mean do you remember we would just walk around the streets and there would just be people like i remember you're walking in slow motion yeah like fully like gucci up or i don't know like doing all these slow-mo like matrix moves like and you're literally and just, that's just like, Europe, and, like, and you just know that you're in the background of their videos like yeah. Like, just staring at them. I would love to find their Instagram. I know, but uh, needle and haystack. Needle oh, and haystack. dude. But we were in, as well as that, so, like, obviously we were in Milan, but the whole point we were there, we were going to travel out to Bergamo and another Crema. another place called Crema, which I highly recommend going oh, to if you get the chance. Beautiful. Even though the, the whole place is on lockdown. But Bergamo is, yeah, after, was after the, the source outbreak. of the outbreak. That That's where... There was something floating around Facebook the other day and it was like a, a doctor at one of the medical centres in Bergamo released a statement being like, you know, Bergamo, it's completely changed the city or whatever. And I was just, in my head, I was like, we were there a matter of weeks ago and it was... Bergamo was the one with the city on top of the city, right? Yeah. But we city, had that absolutely amazing food and wine. Oh my goodness. I just can't imagine it being World War Z now. Dude. I just can't imagine Literally. it because it was so nice when we were there. It's so calm and quiet. And, like, they've heard as well, like, that they think the reason as to why in Italy it's transferred so quickly is because they do the double kiss. It's a mucus-based disease. Oh, right, okay. And, like, obviously people just touch their face and they do a lot of... Like, do the double kiss a lot. It happens to us a lot. And, like, that that sort of might be the reason as to why they're 
Oh, that might be just a stereotypical thing, though. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean, to be fair, though, it does make sense. Like, it, it, it is like, you know, it does make sense. Like, they do, with, they like, do double kiss a lot. But yeah. Well, you remember uh, the final night? You were like, "I'm on a bed," and then I was like, "Yeah, let me just say goodbye to everybody." But we'd somehow managed to gather an army, plethora of people. I was double kissing about twenty people. Like, fuck, oh, when yeah. does this end? Where are you all coming from? Because we literally had the whole nightclub walk us to the hostel. That's right. I mean, one amazing. You don't get that anywhere else in the world. Like I that know. was like, I love it. Like, I think that I think they were going on still to party though. Yeah, but still, like, come on, yeah. like, everybody over here is like, well, y'all on hard, down you go, whereas they were like, just up there, mom, I was like, yeah. this is just different. Like, if, I know, like, travel and everything isn't really great at the minute, but our trip to Milan was, it was planned, but it was very unplanned, wasn't it? Like, we just yeah. ended up booking a flight when we were out drinking one night, Yeah. and then booked a hostel, and we're like, right, we'll go. So we had a I couple think, of months to prepare for it, but we landed with pretty much, like, no, no oh, sort of plan. Oh, yeah, it was, like, very burr plans. We knew that we sort of wanted to do, like, a general, you know... Well, generally, we knew we, we, knew we were going to go to Burma, we knew we were going to go to Kremlin, we knew we were staying in the hostel in mm-hmm. the, the centre of Milan. And we just sort of were like, that's enough, right? Let's just go. Yeah. Like... And it was enough. It, it was enough. Because, well, me personally, like, I, when I was living in Rome, like, yeah. I was living in the south of Rome. Yeah. Which, like, was very far south. Yeah. Um, So it's completely different from northern Italy. Like, I was expecting Milan to be exactly like Rome and the people to be exactly like Romans, but they couldn't have been the opposite. Yeah. Milan's, <laughs> Milan's so European. Like, even the buildings and the behaviour of people... Their ability to speak English is so much better. Mm. Their signs are bilingual. So in Rome, I struggled to get any signs that were in English to kind of help me with directions. Whereas Milan, even at the train station, the voiceover in English. So it's just so much more easy to navigate. And there's a lot more universities. So there's so much yeah. more students and a nightlife to it. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, like... And their idea of, like... their Like, for me, it was like their sort of ideals of dealing with tourists were completely different than I remember anything anywhere else in the yeah. world. Maybe apart from, like, where I go skiing in America, but that's because it's, like, small-town America. Like, they know everybody, so whenever someone else comes in, they're like, oh, you're the new family, aren't yeah. you? Like, um, and it's like, they were so accommodating to us, so, like, are you enjoying yourself? Let's go out, let's show you the real Milan. Because like, I think we did actually get to see the, the real, real Milan. Yeah. Because everybody we met, as much as we met a lot of people from the hostel who were different cultures and stuff like that, like, we met, like, Milan people, like, Milano people. Like Melanese. 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 Milano, what did you call it? <laughs> Get it right. Um, like, Paolo, Jonathan, who yeah. knows that he was a weird boy. Like, but what about Marco? Which one was Marco? The tall, kind of, um, blondie one. Very quiet. And Alaria. Yeah, you remember I met that Indian guy as well who was like, you never got to meet no. him because Pablo was quacking in your ear the all night. But he was a legend. Yeah. I'm so sad that you didn't actually get to meet him. He was unbelievable crack. Yeah. Class, class dude. And Alaria, yeah, she's from... Alaria's actually kept in contact with me. She's actually so nice. And yeah. Lisa. Lisa was such a nice person. Oh, Lisa was absolutely fantastic. She was the Italian-Chinese woman, woman. well, kid, whatever, that we met in the bus. Korean. Yeah. 
she was like, how do you think I feel? I'm Italian and Chinese in the middle of the coronavirus. And we were like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. That's, You're like, it sucks to be you. Geez. I mean, oh, that must be tough. Jeez, that's horrible. Oh, bless her. I know. That was such a positive outlook as well. She was so nice. She was unbelievable. Yeah, and her mum was from Crema, but she lived... In she lived down where you lived, didn't she? Where yeah, you she lived in near, near me in Rome, which is weird because we probably would have been there at the same time. But it's, it's mad. Do you know what? Like, how can you go there and that can happen? Like, such a small world. Do you not get weirded out by stuff like that? Yeah, it happens to me all the time, but... You're a freak, no. Like, I, like, <laughs> I hate going to the pub with you sometimes because I'm, like, literally, like, how the fuck? Yeah. Like, I literally... It happens, I get myself in those situations all the time. Like, we went to a, um, a comedy club... Um, a couple of weeks ago, remember? And um, oh yeah, it was a good few weeks ago. And there was this Canadian guy who came on, and we thought he was pretty hilarious because we obviously like he was so the last he, stand-up guy of the night. Yeah, so he obviously like his material was obviously it was a lot beefier. It was you know he sort of knew what he was doing. And he was clearly a veteran of the trade, and he like we were like he's fucking hilarious because it's different. Like it's different from Belfast comedians. Yeah, or like comic comedy in Belfast because it's very um I think it's very like situation to just Belfast well the comedian or, in Belfast it is it's it's Belfast humor and that's why a lot of people yeah. find it funny whereas this guy's jokes were, were just they, they, they're like worldwide like global jokes that you could be like that's yeah Jesus like that happens to everybody and um we were there and Fiona was like I'd love to meet him and I was like it actually would be sick to meet him so I went out and um well we went out sorry standing outside and um this guy was just standing having a cigarette and he was like do you like him and we were like yeah he was hilarious he was really good and then I said I was like I'd love to meet him yeah and then he went oh no because do you remember he first said he was like you yeah no you said I'd love to meet him and then he was like oh really uh, yeah um I was the guy in his story when I drank in the day after having like major heart surgery or something and we oh, were like, yeah. get away. And he's like, yeah, that's me. And then he's like, do you want to meet him? Come on, on up. And then we ended up getting to meet him and I was like, yeah. and then we basically got to like, but one of his jokes, one of his jokes is that he finished with was like, um, he's like, this one time I was oh, on yeah. this, I was on this nude beach and, uh, you know, this beach, it was beside this university and I was like, there's only one beach in the world that's nude and beside a university yeah. and it's Wreck Beach in Vancouver but beside UBC. Yeah, like, see, in, this, in, is, this is what it is. I yeah. was like, there, there's only one beach in the world like that so it and has to be that beach. And for context, lived in Canada yeah. in Vancouver. I only know that because I lived there and I, I've been to Wreck Beach so I was like, he has to be from Vancouver or like at least Canada. Yeah. So he ended with that joke and then we went outside and the guy was like, oh, do you want to meet him? Ended up walking and meeting the guy and he was talking to me and Natasha said, we really loved your material, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, by any chance was your joke, were you talking about Wreck Beach? Yeah. And his face nearly hit Dropped. the floor. He was like, how did you know? And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I've been there. And he's like, what a small world. But all the time, like, I get myself in these bloody situations. Mad situations. Mad situations. Mad situations. Like, like, it's wild. It actually is. I wild. get myself in, like, dangerous situations. You get yourself in just, like, Odd, weird, like but nobody believes me. Get their situations, yeah. Nobody yeah. believes me. It's crazy. I think it's so cool. Like, mad or weird. You know, this is it's a bit of a story change, but I think it's very funny to talk about. What is it? Um, so in my room, like I don't know if you've seen it, but there's um, I have like small, almost like just smaller than like A4 posters of each beetle. Like it's almost like a headshot of each beetle. 
So it's like Paul George Ringo. Oh, Paul, okay. Yeah. And they're lined up in a line. And it's like, I don't really believe in this sort of stuff, but I think it's pretty funny to like think about. It. And it's like, one of them fell down and Ringo fell down. And then I was just sort of like, it was like, I was completely delirious just lying in my bed at like five o'clock in the morning. And I was like, whoa. Did that mean Ringo's gonna be the next Beatle that dies? And I was like, what? Did he the die? Fuck no, 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 Ringo hasn't died. Oh, right. <laughs> but, like, because he fell off my wall, like, there's four individual posters. I think this is so weird. But there's like, but Ringo fell off, and I was like, yo, it's a sign. But then I was like, obviously, like, George and John are still on the wall. But they're dead. But Paul's on the wall. So I'm like, wait, because Paul's with them, I mean, Paul's gonna be the next Beatle to die. So now I'm like, obviously one of them's gonna die. There's only two bloody left. Like, it's like but, but it's inevitable. Like, We're all gonna die, Natasha. You know, no, but now I'm like, which one do I believe? What did I stick with my gut that Ringo's gone next? Oh my or do, god. Or do I stick with that's the, like Inception? If you think like that, that you're never oh, gonna get through your day, dude. It did like. <laughs> like, and I haven't, like, lifted the poster back up because I'm sort of like, maybe it's just meant to be like that now. Oh, uh, so you've just So now there's it. three Beatles. And That's it, mad. It's weird to think like that, isn't it? But I, I just thought it was an interesting sort of concept. As you're right, if you do think like that... If you do, you'd never get through your day. <laughs> and never. Never. No, I, I get random thoughts like that all the time. We were talking about, um... Like, do you, do you ever, like... Think of something and put it in your notes and be like, this is so weird, but I need to write this down oh, so God, that I'll yeah. remember it. Like, let me refer to them now. Right, well, you've got a bit of a novel like, coming on there. Like, I've got a whole note of just sums. Why? I have no idea what the, any of that means. Delete it. No, it might be important. Oh my God. Wait, how many notes do you have? I, 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 so I well, You only got that phone, didn't you? Well, no, they carry over when you get a new phone. No, my, mine, mine's definitely didn't. I have 20 notes. Oh, I have 33. But to be fair, some of mine are bleep. Can't really say. Oh, right, okay, <laughs> no, yeah. No, like, they're like passwords and stuff. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, uh, there's this, um, I got a note that says, um, Sejuan? Sejuan? I don't know. Sejuan? And it's like this Chinese or Japanese word, and it means the tranquility and chaos. Okay. But what are you going to need that for? Well, like... Whenever I'm talking like fucking Kofuchus or whatever it's called, <laughs> like in the middle of an argument, I can be like, Sejuan, this is Sejuan. Unagi. <laughs> Unagi. Wax on, yeah. wax off. Mine, mine are more um, like information that I need. But then I do have kind of random ones. I had a really crazy dream the other day. Yeah. And actually, I don't even know if I want to read it out. It was so mad. I have some mad novels in here, like some serious, the, like heart shit that probably should just be off the phone as well. The the gist of this dream was that basically all the money that we had was displayed on our wrist. Right. Right. Okay. Have you ever seen the movie? Is it just an in time in that right. movie? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I can defend myself here so I'd watched this movie a couple of nights before and then I had this mad dream and it was basically like if in time and the hunger games were combined so there was these different districts and every different every district was like a certain um like wealth, wealth right right, right? Okay, yeah. and you could only live in that district if you had enough money on your arm 
But like, but wait, and, like, okay, can, can like so if you become more successful, can you move districts? You can move districts, okay, okay, right? Okay, so the, it, it's it's a constant like waver up and down. Yeah, it's like your right. bank account is on it's your wrist. It's not like by the way, you're only gonna have this. Much no, money. no, okay. it's like if you you know right, come it. into more money, you can move wherever you right. want freely, but you have to have a certain amount of money to move right. into the next district. I got this you. is really complex for a dream, but anyway, so whatever happened, they were liquidating the poor districts. Right. And they were only going to have, like, the one district of, like, the most wealthiest people. So, like... Like they, District 1 in the Hunger Games? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, right? I got you. So they gave people, like, um, a couple of days to get their shit together. And basically, they could try and get the money, enough money up to move into the first district. Or else they were going to be, like, basically killed. So oh, right, okay. So I was like, well, if I'm going to be killed anyway, I'll just gamble it all on lottery tickets. Right? <laughs> so... <laughs> I like that there's still a lottery system in this right? environment. Oh, there is, right? And uh, I think it's because I was like, damn it, I need to buy a lottery ticket as well before I went to sleep. Right. But I, long story short, I went in and bought a lottery ticket with everything on my wrist and I won. Okay. And I was like, happy days. I get Whoa. to move into this first district. Yeah. Queued up to get in. But somehow, like, they knew that I wasn't one of them because, like, I didn't have, wear nice enough clothes yeah. and everything. The Gucci belt wasn't on strap. Yeah, like, like it yeah. wasn't there. It was limited. And, um, they started quizzing me and stuff about, like, this is, this is actually what I remember. They started asking me, being like, what would you make if there was a dinner party? And I was oh, like, uh, Like, all these mad questions. And I was like, ah. Uh. fantastic. And some guy ended up chasing me. And see, the moment I woke up, it was... The here's Johnny moment, like oh god, I was I was at a I was like at a cupboard and yeah. he was on the other side and I woke up just as he opened the oh, door that's and his terrifying and his face was like there Jackie Nichols and like Arr. like I remember waking up and I was in a sweat I had to grab my chest I thought it was gonna my heart was gonna fall out. oh that's and then I was like that is a feature length film that needs to be made by Spielberg so I wrote it down. <laughs> That's it, mate. You, you, you're in constant email contact with him as well, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Me and Spielberg. Yeah, why? I am... Um, so mad dreams are just... Oh, that sounds, that sounds pretty mad, to be fair. So I have a lot of... I, I, I'm quite weird. I have a lot of... Obviously, like, I used to write, like, scripts in uni. Like, that was... Mm. Like, I was a screenwriter for a while. And um, I'm constantly, like, half of my notes are just movie quotes like obviously I watch a lot of movies and TVs and stuff like that so if I find a line that I really really love I'll just write it down yeah and then try to work it either into my own life to make myself sound cooler or in or that's plagiarism no 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 not like that okay no like as in like like you know sort of like go back work off that see what sort of dialogue I like like what made the deliverance there that made me want to write it so a lot of mine are just random movie quotes and then some of them are just Randomness? Random thoughts. Yeah. But do you reckon it's anything to do with what you eat before you go to bed? I do. What? Um, I don't know, maybe. I mean, I, I don't. I sleep at like 6am and wake up at like 2. You're so. nocturnal. Yeah, like I don't... Oh my god, speaking about movies, can we talk about Winter Beast? Oh god, Yes. <laughs> Bless us, that was something. Uh, so basically, the other day... Um, I saw this thing on Facebook. Do you know, like, an ad kind of pops Yo, up? Okay, sorry, can I just, like, revert back to notes for two seconds? Yeah, yeah, what is it? So, 7.32 in the morning. Obviously, I hadn't been asleep. As I said, I was in my friend's house. Bit drunk. Bit drunk. A bit? Yeah, we were in Super Noodles. And this is so gross. This is so gross. Cause, like, oh, I know if I want to so hear it. gross. Now, the weirdest question in the world 
<laughs> no, I can't even. I don't know if I can read it. It's so disgusting. No, I don't know. But let me read it. Let me read it, okay, before, read it we, before we vocalize it. I don't know. That's a life question, though. Like, what do you do? Yeah, I would do the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's. We're not talking about that okay, in the podcast. Yeah. That's for another time. Yeah. If you can guess what what it said in the text <laughs> notes, we'll give you a T-shirt. Yeah. A, a t-shirt. free T-shirt posted to your address. Mum, no cheating now. Um, <laughs> I hope your mum hasn't seen that. Um. But yeah, so long story short, we went to uh, this film thing. I saw it on Facebook and it was part of the NI Film Festival. Yeah. And they were doing screenings um, in what they called a beanbag theatre. So I thought... A beanbag cinema? Oh yeah, beanbag cinema. So I thought it sounded cool because, you know, who doesn't love a good beanbag? And who doesn't love a good cinema? Yeah. So I clicked on it and it was called Winter Beast. It (laughs) looked vintage. Vintage is... Fuck. Yeah, it said it was filmed on 35mm, so I was like, beanbags, well, tick, 35mm, tick. Tick, double tick. As a scurry movie, tick. Triple tick. Like, let's go for it. Plus, it was in the cathedral quarter, so it was easy to get to. Yeah. So, we went. De- we decided to go. I bought the tickets online. They three were- quid. There were three yeah, quid. Like, three that's quid. like, and it was what, like a Tuesday night or something like that? Tuesday, Thursday night? Like, who does anything? Exactly. It's Tuesday, Thursday night, nobody. So, let's go to the cinema for three quid. I know. You couldn't even get a napkin in the cinema for three quid these days. Oh, God, literally. Do you know, sorry, totally interrupted. I've heard that in the cinemas you have to seat one seat, one seat oh, yeah, apart from each other. Oh, yeah, has started that. What? I know. They this call word. it the checkerboard effect. Oh, wow. I know. That's, I, don't really, I don't really know my words for it. I know. I think it should be like that all year round. I hate when people sit beside me in the cinema. Yeah. I'm Even like, if I'm with the person, I'm like... I give people the <clears throat> evil eyes when they walk up the yeah. eyes towards me. I'm like, you sit beside me and this movie will be your last. <laughs> <laughs> You're never coming here again. Cut like, the, like my membership card and all. <laughs> I'm like, I will take off my shoes and do whatever it takes <laughs> me to move seats. <laughs> but oh. we bought tickets to go and see this. It's called Winter Beast and we thought it came out in the 70s. Spoiler it was, alert, it didn't. It, it came out in the 90s and there is no mission. There's no mission that that was in the 90s no it couldn't have been the film the film spoiler the film is really fucking bad <laughs> it's horrendous it's not a b movie it's a d movie like it's it's disastrous really <laughs> it was such a bad movie but it was so bad that it was funny so i think the whole point of it was people had gone to see it because it was such a bad movie it was yeah. hilarious yeah yeah like it was it was it was more laughs than yeah. i mean the uh, monsters were like Claymation, and I don't mean like Play-Doh. The monsters. Yeah, I I don't mean like actual claymation. I mean like Fiona's two brothers sat in their back garden (laughs) and were like, (laughs) like yeah. But we sat there. No, but actually, we walked in and there was all these beanbags and it was crazy, like French vintage French music playing. All these beanbags. And then do you remember because it had like the massive Illuminati eye that was like going oh yeah, yeah <laughs> like flashing on the screen and there was only like we walked into this really weird room there was three guys that weren't talking to each other no. looked really really depressed and we were like um, Fiona goes uh, yeah we're here to see Winter Beast and then he just went 
McCulloch, is it? I'm yeah, like Yoda went, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, hardly you know my name. We walked in and we were like, yeah, we're just here to see Winter Beast. And he had a full, like, three pages of people's names on this list. And he was like, flicked around the pages and he was like, McCulloch, is it? And I was like, yes. How did he know my name? Weird. I do not know. But also, so we, and then one was like, where are all these people? Because we walked in and we were the only people there. It was weird. It was weird. Like, I'm not, it was strange. Yeah. Like, and the Illuminati eye on the screen it, with the was, French it was music like, in the background. And then it was like, um, like, like zapping and like going like, like old like telethon. Like it was literally yeah. like Big Brother, like you know. But like then 1984, we thought, whatever to go like watching, watching you. It was like we started to think we were like. Number one, this is either a scam and we need to get the no, fuck out of here. So we did leave. Yeah, we were like, ah, uh, yeah, we're just going to quickly just go grab a, a drink or whatever. Like, yeah. we're going to nip so out of here. So we did leave and we went to the pub. Then we had a very, very quick, like, three-minute pint mm-hmm. discussed where we were at. <laughs> the game plan if we went back and they all had pitchforks and we're going to poke around. Yeah. So we went back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the cinema was... Full Everybody was there. It was like a bustle of people got off. Yeah, and this was five minutes to eight. So the movie was starting at eight. Yeah, it's it's it was literally early. like, yeah, they've all got the bus from Balamina and they're like, right, let's go, went to base. Yeah. Classic. But we got there and I got the impression that the, these people had seen this film before. Like, they had, this was not their first time watching this film. No, they were followers of Winter Beast. They were a group. The yeah. crew, quite the possibly. Crew. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we watched the film it was so bad that it was hilarious. Um, and then Oof. we no, left. But the, no, no, no. You remember, like, so everybody was sitting down, a really odd group of people. It was very weird. But everybody, you know, we got comfortable. It was fine. This guy comes over, taps us on the shoulder, just hands us a Carlsberg. Yeah, do you remember? remember that? A tin of Carlsberg? Just give us a tin of Carlsberg each. And we were like, oh, well, thanks. Literally. We, then we were like, oh, you know what? More stature. But yeah. may as well. And he was dressed like one of those people from Madness. Like he, was, he was, he was a proper scam man. Like, yeah, he yeah. was full on scam, and he was yeah. having like these tins of Carlsberg. And I, in my mind, I was like, "How do I get myself like Ian into these situations?" It, it, weird, weird, so weird. And do you know what? And like, as much as it was strange, and we, but we had no new information about this place. Yeah, like, literally no information. And since then, but one, I had a great time. I don't know about you. Yeah, I had a, it. Was it was really it's fun. Fantastic. But have you heard anything about this place? Since? Yes. So I went on the internet and researched it. And but the weird thing is, they don't have like. Well, they probably do. But I can't find it. But they like have like weird events, but they're never all on the same page. So I what what seen one of them and they're playing this movie that I can't I can't remember the movie, but it's one of that really both of us will like. And then I seen in big massive letters, it's like been by cinema. Um, Thursday, I don't know, whatever, BYOB. Bring your own? Yeah. Flip, we didn't even know. I was like, that's class. I, I, we just thought it was like some underground prohibition weird cinema. Yeah. That's what I thought anyway. Well, you and say, also, do you remember, oh, bring your own to us. That's like, yeah, I mean, that's a whole course in there. Yeah, that's a different ballgame. You remember, well, <laughs> <laughs> we, we talked about this after and I was like convinced that someone was going to be dressed up as said Winter Beast oh, and come the in monster, to yeah. the cinema and just bombard us. Because yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is a live theatre production. I was like, this is an art piece. <laughs> I was like, no, there's something more than this. This is an art piece. This is too weird for not to be like... You thought there was going to be like a live reenactment during the interval? Yeah, no, I genuinely was like, 
someone's coming at me. Yeah. No, it took me about 45 minutes to calm down. It was whenever the laughter sort of... Yeah, that, yeah, guy, that they... guy cleared the room. Though, see when the title sequence came up at the end. So oh. the, the film ended oh, and the scammer literally was like, right, everybody, <laughs> get out. Like, he was putting beanbags from underneath people. Yeah, he couldn't oh, get us out of there. Oh, no, he was like... <laughs> he couldn't get us out of there quick enough. And I was like, I wonder if there's another showing or like, yeah. what's going on like, Oh, my God. Like, what do you call the man from Madness? So what do you... What is there another thing? That yes, doing? So it's like it's like a. I think it, I don't know. It's either being successful or whatever. But they, to be, as much as we were like it was packed out, there was maybe twelve people there, three point each, enough to maybe buy two more bucket boxes of cards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, like, it was enough to buy two boxes of cards. Work like for the next event. There's no profit made. Zero. Maybe that's why I was pissed at the end. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, I, 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 I. like yeah. but yeah, so they, they, they do it like quite frequently. I think it's a fantastic I, idea. I looked it up and I couldn't see anything. I was like, I need to get another event. And so you have to go on the dark web. You have, you know, did you not <laughs> realise that? No. <laughs> the, the onion, you got to go and like, you know, that weird thing. Oh, But yeah, it was it was actually the weirdest thing ever. It was bizarre, but it was I, I, like I thoroughly enjoyed it, and it's it's weird as well. Like I'm very like I'm not cynical about Belfast, but I am sort of cynical about Belfast. Mm. Like I'm not, I, like, there's nothing fun to do here. It's always really shit. There's nothing to do. And you have to go but and find things. A bit, and then it's whenever like whenever you go to things like that, like the film festivals on the minute, and it's class. Like yeah. there's so much stuff to do, and it really is like. Like, we live relatively far fr- further out from the town. Yeah. It's easy to get there, don't get me wrong, but, like, there's, like, if you get, like, in the bar that I work in, there's, like, art maps, and you can go around and see people's, like, different, like, art installations. So there actually is stuff going on, like... Yeah, there's loads of stuff going on. It, it definitely is, and then... But that film festival, the whole point they yeah. showed Winter Beast oh, was God. because they were, <laughs> they were only showing films that rhymed with yeast. <laughs> So, 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 so like what? that's the reason why they picked the film, and you know the whole premise of their film festival was that they could only show films where it ranked with yeast. Winter Beast. Oh, the best part about Winter Beast is it or is it not nearly enough the exact same film that I made? Yeah, in it is sixth year. It is. It's exact same. Well, it's not exactly the same, but it's got very very similar. Yeah. They, they didn't, they didn't rip as, you off though, Tasha. You ripped them I, off. Me, I don't know. I mean, Don't Eat Red Snow, I think, is high grade. Yeah. And if not, with the editing, you know, no. I'm not saying anything. But Moving Image Arts. If I had a budget behind me, there, I think yeah. I'd be places based on something. Yeah. But this movie was basically about um, uh, Native American... Reserve. Are you actually trying to, gonna try? Yeah, I'm gonna try. I, 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 I can't. <laughs> no, I'm gonna try. Um, it's like a Native American reserve set like in the mountains of Canada, and there's all these different cabins. Um, people start going missing. No, it's set, it's set in the town of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> it comes up. I don't actually need Fiona's like it's Canada. Well, it looks like Canada. Yeah, and rural town. The police chief is tasked with like investigating all these different disappearances but the chief keep chief he's got like his little rebel friend as yeah well, he has all these sidekicks and this totem pole's haunted but at the same time there's this guy who owns the local hotel and he's fishy <laughs> there's, some, <laughs> there's something up with him and he like he's in on it and he's got <laughs> an extremely well that's not what i said <laughs> yeah. and you're like oh yeah mighty. he looks a bit like if 
Bruce Forsyth was on some beds. Oh, and done an extreme amount of cocaine. Or and, helium. Yeah, and was like, yeah, hey, yeah, buzzed up. And he dances about the hotel at night with all like his little dolls, and it's, no, cre- no, no, it's with, creepy. With his dead relatives. Oh yeah, he digs up his dead relatives. It's so weird. Uh, he like and he this- basically yeah, so he sort of like has his dead relatives, and then there's an I like a four minute scene of him dancing with the doll. Yeah, it's about four minutes. It is. And he puts all the dead people in the window of the hotel. Yeah. Isn't that right? And you, you can clearly tell by four minutes that he's like, yeah. okay, this is even too much for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> But in terms of like beginning, middle and end, there was none. No. We had no clue what was going on, but that was the gist of it. And there was all these crazy monsters in it. And um, at the end, we were just as confused as we were at the beginning. There was... <laughs> I'm not gonna, there was probably about what fifteen monsters, but yeah, it was the winter. It wasn't called the Winter Beast and colleagues. No, like, I don't know. I don't know, what, I don't know which one was the Winter Beast. No, I think it was maybe the Godzilla one. No, the one at the end with the big black like cape, and they looked really really tiny in the field, but you can tell that oh, they were obviously yeah. just extremely the caveman, far away. Yeah, the caveman one. The one with the cane that literally looked yeah. like a villain out of Goosebumps or something. It was bizarre, this movie. Triggered. Absolutely triggered. It but, was weird. And then the fact that we genuinely thought that we were in an Illuminati cinema. Yeah. But nobody seemed phased by it when we were coming out. We seemed to be the only ones surprised. That's why I thought that everyone else at the cinema had kind of seen Everybody this Everybody was like, Oh, Dirty, can't believe you're here, here. pleasure. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, Jackie, love you. <laughs> Where's the kids? <laughs> what? Did you see us inside the toilet room? Oh. <laughs> Literally, they they knew each other. Yeah, like it was, it was so weird. weird. Bizarre. It was. But we should go to one again if you knew there yeah, was stuff yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, there know. is. There is stuff on. I I don't know if like. I'm a granny over here. I don't I don't oh, surface yeah. the dark web. No. <laughs> Before I came to do this podcast, she was like, "Do you want some food?" And I was like, "Ah, no, I'm oh. okay. I've just I've just eaten like." I, just, I was like, like, "I was like, what do you have?" <laughs> I was like some I just had some uh, hot cross buns and a porridge and she was like what? because <laughs> like, the whole time in Milan she kept joking that I'm a, literally a oh, 90 year old no. woman you are I really am a 90 year old woman all, all Fiona wanted to do is like eat porridge every morning yeah get your dollop of yogurt in there oh yeah and go see cathedrals oh I love a good cathedral and sit and and the souvenir shops uh, oh and Every souvenir shop in she was like, Fiona, they sell the exact same stuff. I was like, it's literally the same. And, and I was like, it's like, not. It's, it could be different. It's like, you're like, I know it's the same, but I'm looking for the different one. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> that was exactly me. <sighs> but I see any tourist shops, I at least an hour at each one. Oh, God, yeah. I have to examine each magnet. Like, what's the Pergamo pro- was, oh, that was What's the probability hard. of the magnet that I'm buying is going to fall off the fridge and smash? You have to like assess is the magnet gonna break? Although yeah, you you done you done a lot of like weight testing. You were like you almost like like the lady judgment. You were yeah. like And you know you have all them looky looky men and they're trying to talk you into things and you just but you're very focus. assertive. You really are. You're really like ah, ah. yeah. I'm I'm looking at my magnets now. Yeah. I think he's looking at me and I'm like yeah. <laughs> I was such an old granny. Like give me an audio thing of a cathedral and leave me to my devices. Oh, to be fair though, that was actually pretty good. I was like, she's fucking buying one of those audio things, we'll be here for hours. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, I can't say anything, I can't say anything. I love audio. But, um, I let her do what she needed to do. And um, 
I, she I, enjoyed I, it. She enjoyed yeah, it. I did. I did enjoy it. I was just waiting. I was like, if I, we do this, then I'll, I can get her to sit in the pub for longer. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I was like, right. But the, the, the audio was very, very good. Because, right, when you walk into these cathedrals, everywhere in Europe, you're like, same stuff. Stained glass windows. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. But, like, every stained glass window has a story behind it. And, like, it doesn't seem that interesting <laughs> at the start. But see, when you do these audio things, and they're so easy now, like, you just plug in, they give you an iPhone, and you put your earphones in, and you yeah, just wander about. Yeah, very interesting. And, like, tap away, or wherever you are. So... We had an iPhone for six quid if you really wanted it. Yeah, like, you, could, you could run away with this iPhone yeah. 4 and you have an iPhone 4. Yeah. But we went round it and we actually saw the la- one of the nails used in the crucifixion of Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think, like, as much as, like, I don't know, like, religion obviously is a weird subject to talk about, but see, like, you, you do sort of are, are in that sort of moment and you're like, that's actually really fucking cool, even if it's not. That's it's what I mean. still ridiculously, ridiculously old. Someone, and someone said that to me. They were like, oh, bullshit. That's not the yeah. nail of Jesus Christ. And I'm like, well, how do you know? Yeah. Like, you know, if it's, it's, like, if it's bullshit, it's still pretty cool. Did you see it? No, I you didn't. Uh, yeah. No, I, no, also, the, the coolest part about it, I thought, was the fact that it was it's 45 foot hoist in the fucking air with a big, like, ah. Yeah, like they, had a secu- they had a track. It's close. Had a security laser pointed at it. Remember the red security laser? Yeah, I I I think that's really cool. Like, so we did the the tour of the. Here, have you heard that thing? Cathedral? Sorry, everybody thinks that every, the Pope has coronavirus. He doesn't. <laughs> Pope Francesco. Yeah, he doesn't. But you know what he does have? There's an underground tunnel from the Vatican. Yeah. Um. To, this is true. There's an underground tunnel from the Vatican to Castle of San Angelo. Yeah. And in the Castle of San Angelo, there's an emergency phone, which phones a helicopter, and that takes him to a safe zone, which is actually in Switzerland. Las Vegas. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. He could blend in rightly there. Take those rows off. No one knows who the fuck he is. Yeah, that's true. Like, they have no souls in Las Vegas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in the city, bro. Ew. No, but his safe zone is in Switzerland and Poland. I wouldn't go to Poland. I'd, anybody, I'd go to the neutral territory there. Switzerland? Yeah. I know. That's why he has the Swiss guards, like, marching out there every day. But he has a secret tunnel that goes from the Vatican, Castle of San Angelo, Castle Are you San sure about this? Have you just I, read this in Dan Brown books? Oh, my God, no. I swear. <laughs> seen this in Angels and Demons, didn't you? I swear. Like, living in Rome, you get to know these things. Yeah. No, I, I can imagine that, though. I think it's really cool. I think the, like... I think underground tunnels are sick. Yeah. I want an underground tunnel. Yeah. Oh, we remember we were saying about our next trip, Transylvania. I would die to yeah. go to Transylvania. This guy told me about this place you can go to in Germany. It's on the border of like Germany and Austria. Yeah. And um, it's where Hitler used to holiday. Oh yeah. And there's all these underground tunnels. Yeah, I've I've seen those. Have you ever seen um, as like, obviously loads of like Germans moved to Argentina. After the war, to sort of like hide out, including and get away Hitler. From, yeah, <laughs> they get away from conspiracy the, theory one on one. Oh, dude, we we should have a section in here about conspiracy theories. We will. Start with my Don't Beatles get me started. Thing. I'll be here. Start all with day. my Beatles thing now. It's about your fucking Hitler tunnels. Um, and then see if you go to Argentina. Like, there are towns in Argentina that look like Germany. That's weird. Like German architecture, German food, like Argentina's speaking German, like it's literally like a mini Germany. But then I'm sort of like, that's that's you know that's cool and all relatively, obviously minus the circumstances. But I'm like, are these just Nazi hub towns? 
Well, a lot of them did go, like, branched out out of Germany after the war because they were literally, like, we well, need that's to clear how they, here. They, Yeah, that's how they got away with, like, their war crimes. They were, yeah, like, but if they, were, if they went to Argentina, they couldn't be trialled in the Nuremberg trials, yeah. so yeah, they basically escaped. Did you watch that um, Netflix documentary? Which one? Um, the Devil Next Door, about Ivan the Terrible. No. Basically... If anybody has seen this and you don't think that that's Ivan the Terrible, you can click off this podcast right now because it is. <laughs> Jesus it is. Christ. No, 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 no. Just need her voice. Just no, need her like, voice. This guy is Ivan the Terrible. I was nearly in my TV. He, <laughs> they have this old photograph of him. Yeah. And they do a side by side, right? His egg shaped head and his eyes and his nose. They actually got, do you know, one of those people that measure between the space oh, between yeah, features? Like, yeah, like exact dimensions yeah. of faces. And they were like, yeah, like it's 100% accurate, the measurements. And they still were like, yeah, it's not him. And see, during the trials, he just, he's stone cold. Yeah. Like he has no emotion and he's sitting there and these people are like recounting all their tales of like all these different, um, you know, death camps and, and, yeah, he's, he's just sitting there like happy Doesn't as Larry, be getting on with it, and I'm like, it's him. <laughs> it's fucker, it's yeah. him. Like, <laughs> if I could have been writing my dissertation about him instead of Dylan Thomas, do you know what I mean? Oh, I would have been in it. Oh, dissertation! I wouldn't even go into my dissertation. Mine was bogus. Mine's was. Don't I, I I thoroughly enjoyed mine writing it, but which is really odd because I hate that sort of stuff. But I picked the subject. My problem was I picked the subject that only I find interesting, and I mean genuinely only I find interesting. It was something along the lines of... um, Oh my God, something along the lines. You don't even know it. No, the title was massive, but it was like basically about war movies and how socio and economic and political situations at the time dictated Vietnam war War movies movies and movies about like how psychological trauma... How they tend to show psychological trauma in war movies rather than actual war, and about like having anti-war war movies like Apocalypse Oh, I get you. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's all there was different like subsections. Did you do well like in that. it? Um, I think I passed. I think I got like a two one in it. I think maybe a two. I think I got yeah, a two one. Yeah, this is the thing, right? Did I you got a two one made a grade? Like, did, but, right, but see when you submitted your dissertation, did you ever get a grade back for it? Like a solid grade. I don't know, actually. I don't think None so. None of my class did. We literally submitted our dissertations and they were like, on you go, there's your yeah. graduation. They just no. told me I passed. I think I got a percentile, but it wasn't very high, so maybe I blocked that out. I'm surprised. My dissertation was, um, it was awful. It was it was actually really bad. I remember bringing it to my lecturer, my teacher, yeah. and being like, can you just have a read? Yeah. <laughs> like, just fucking read it, dumb shit, right? And he was like, we're not supposed to. And I was like, but just tell me I'm on the right track. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he read it, and he was like, ah, uh, no, not really. He was like... Heartbreaking. He was like, you're trying to argue here that um, Dylan Thomas was part of the romantic movement. And I was like, mm-hmm. And he's like... <laughs> and he's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dylan Thomas, you know... He lived in the 21st century. And I was like, uh, I was like, that's I, think this is, I was like, this isn't what I want to hear. It's amazing. And I was like, I know, but like Dylan Thomas, he's just such a romantic guy. Like, and my teacher was like, he wasn't, he was an alcoholic and he left his wife. <laughs> All the romance. And I was you like, the angels are singing. Yeah. And I was like, I know, but like just this language, just so you know. Uh, romantic. <laughs> romantic. <laughs> I, I couldn't use the word romantic enough. And he was like, 
if I was you, I'd really just change your whole direction. Did I change my whole direction? No. No, Fiona kept going. Oh, wow, that's fantastic. It was, that's amazing. It was awful from the start. And there's a picture of me handing it in, and I look so pleased. I got a video of me and it's me and it in and they just show the middle finger. I'm like flip flip. Yeah. <laughs> slip flip. Like like I wouldn't even use mine as toilet paper now. If people run out of toilet paper because of the coronavirus, come to my house and you can all get copies of this rotation. Bit of a that coming at least what, twenty seven pages. Don't wipe egg. your ass, that'll do you a couple of weeks. <laughs> I, I I thought I was pretty proud of mine, but nobody else. Everybody like read it and was like, what the f- fuck drugs are you on and I was like no that's what I'm talking about though <laughs> the drugs because I talk about like Jacob's Ladder which is a movie about like the military getting like a whole platoon that gives them drugs to make them like oh these, go to like, war yeah like they like, almost like super soldiers but not not like fucking Captain America it's just like just like, <laughs> like a new like, yeah like basically like they'll go in and just complete guerrilla warfare but then they'll forget about it oh right okay but then later on it goes back and they have like um you know the guy from Shawshank Redemption that's not Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Him. He's basically the dude. I can't remember <laughs> his name. It's really bad. But, um... <clears throat> it's basically... And then he and his whole, like, platoon, like, get older and they start remembering all the terrible things they do and they just can't, like, live with themselves anymore and they're praising the mind. It's very, like... It sounds a little bit, like... Like, flashy, but it's not. It's just complete... Yeah. Like, psychological, like, thriller thing. And then I was comparing it to, like... Apocalypse Now, which is abs- like the hugely budgeted, like insane, almost warfare like film, and it was it really was it, it's hard to wrap your head around. Like, yeah, I think you needed me to explain it to you for like forty minutes, where you're like, oh, I get it. It's like that was my problem. <laughs> it was so niche, <laughs> like, and I don't even. It was like niche for niche people yeah you know what I mean it was like that it was odd I don't know what possessed me either do you still have a copy of it oh yeah you're like yes I have I, of course I do it's I framed it. in my room published yeah oh my god is it published no it's not published oh. published in my mind it's published Stop, in my I'm room. so gullible I know I'd be like Tasha got her dissertation published imagine that no I made my mum read it my mum was like oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> was like, what do you think so well what? and then she's like I think she was reading it on her shitty iPhone too. Like, <laughs> like, like no, this. But my mum also doesn't have, like, my mum needs reading glasses. Yeah. And I watched her too. read it, and I was like, "You're not. You can't see that. <laughs> You're lying to me. Like, don't. So you, you're while not, I you're watch you, Scorsese, like I was like, don't lie to me when I watch you for twenty minutes, pretend to read my dissertation while you're looking at fuzzy oh lines and a bone." I would, so I printed it out for highlighted the important parts. Let it read it. You need to. You need to drink some water. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, dissertations were a were a whole thing. Oh. A whole thing. I'm pretty sure my mommy doesn't even know. Well, she does know what I studied at uni. But <laughs> see, see, we had a quiz at Christmas. I did a family um Christmas quiz, mm. and the final question on the quiz was my brother basically went to Dundee for his degree and yeah. all we know is that he studied something to do with computer games or whatever. He basically left home at 18 and nobody heard from him. <laughs> <laughs> so He's 34 now. Yeah, like he's somewhere on that piece of land. <laughs> yeah. Scotland or England, who knows. But oh. um, the question was, what is the full title of Jared's university degree? Oh, wow. And 
nobody in my family got it right. That's amazing. Nobody in my... And we, I rang Jared and I was like, just to confer, because they put down vague ideas. They're like, oh, computer games design, computer um, video games design, all this yeah. stuff. And I rang Jared and I was like, Jared, just so nobody thinks I'm cheating here. Can you just give me the phone? <laughs> it was like phone a friend. He was like yeah, in Scotland yeah, yeah. somewhere. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it turned out to be like computer science programming with video production or something like that, you know? Shit, what a pretentious guy. <laughs> I know. And, um, I mean, what's your degree? Uh, <laughs> no comment. Um, and then, I was so at the, at the end of the phone call, he was like, so who got it? And I was like, oh. I was like, uh, nobody Merry Christmas, bye. And like, hung up the phone. <laughs> that's absolutely amazing. That's such a good idea, family computer quiz thing. That's a good, that, no, no, wait, what? Madden words now. Um, the family, like, Quiz, quiz yeah. for or like my mom, we went through a whole phase in 2019 of just buying baskets and putting things in baskets about the house. Do you know why home bargains sell those? Um, they just have random baskets for sale. Yeah. So she like every time she went into home bargain, she'd get a basket. So there'd be like two in the bathroom and three underneath the stairs, and there's one in the kitchen. Right. And we had a bread basket, we had a biscuit basket, we like literally right. everything. Yeah, was everything ba- was basketized. Yeah, there was a basket for hats and scarves. Oh, wow. There was a basket for the coal and the turf. There was a basket in everybody's room for their socks and their underwear. She went nuts. Basket time. She was yeah. a basket case? She was a basket <laughs> case, right? And one of the questions was, in total, how many baskets has mummy bought in 2019? Oh. And I went round the house and counted them up. Many. Twenty seven. Fuck off. Twenty seven. I swear. You say like, sitting baskets, sleeping I, baskets. Yeah, like, I was like twenty seven and even she didn't get it right. She was like, Really? Is it that many? And I was like, <laughs> no way. She's like, No way. Is that what I spend all my money on? Duh. And like I'm over here giving you housekeeping your fucking away. <laughs> <baskets."> <laughs> like, oh um, my god, you got baskets for your baskets? Yeah. <laughs> like those little Russian dolls. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but it was so funny. That's mad. I know. How long have we been doing this for? I don't know. I think we should wrap it up. I think so. Um, one, no. One eight. Oh, that's bars. I don't know. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Well, thanks for listening to the first podcast. Yeah, um, thank you. Hopefully. Talked absolute nonsense. Complete. There was no real... Structure. frame here but you know what here that's the point anyway it's that's just talking random shite isn't it yeah um we're probably gonna try and do one of these once a week yeah yeah for um sure. and the whole point is basically because we're both in our mid-20s and yeah. nothing to do we're both working shitty dead-end bar jobs yeah we're both we both work in bars and apart from that we really don't really do anything else and we're at that age i think like a lot of people are in their 20s where they don't know what they want to do yeah. and you know they've come out of uni and they've been you feel like you're just sort of mulling don't you yeah like you've come out of university and you have your degree and when you're on your graduation day you know you feel like you've made it and then you come out and it's like you move I, back home with the parents and then you, you're yeah, like you move back oh, home shit. and you're just like what do i do so it's obviously everyone goes through it it's not just us yeah yeah, this yeah way. No, for sure so um I think we're actually probably one of the lucky few that we have someone to talk to that's relatively similar. Yeah. You know, in that sense. So maybe, like, people that are feeling the same way that, like, you know, they've graduated or whatever or they're working just a part-time job in, like, retail or an office or a bar and they're like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Just that, like... You've worked in every one of those avenues. I know, actually. Don't even. Don't even. (laughs) 
on the next episode. I know. On the next episode, we'll talk about my brief office encounter. Oh god. Um, it was an enjoyable experience, but yeah, next episode. Yeah. So the podcast is just to talk to people and let them know that like that's just a part of life, and you're not alone. You're you're not you're not alone, and um. We're kind of having a quarter-life crisis, and if you yeah. want to have a quarter-life crisis with, with us, us, you can listen to the podcast. That's it. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, that sounds good. I so, think that's it. See you on the next episode. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli.